Popping, what's popping? What's good, people? Welcome to the In General Podcast with your host, Ty and Denny. You already know. Rest in peace to Craig Mack. Rest in peace to Craig Mack. <laughs> Flavor in your ear, bitches. Rest in peace to Stephen Hawkins. Rest in peace. Lost a lot of people this week, you know. I mean, so RP to them. Hopefully, yeah. they, uh, they upstairs. It's up been in- a sad week. We almost, we almost lost Rick Ross before. Uh, Y'all heard yeah, about that was a little scary, flex. man. I don't I know if niggas worry. is lying or what, but they said Rick Ross was uh, having complications. Heart was it heart complications or something like that? But yeah. they say he's finna die. Basically, they say Rick Ross is finna die, and uh, it turns out he ain't dead. That nigga just skinny. I don't even know if he went to the hospital. To be honest, because that might have been a fake news. I saw a yo, fake news report. To I be saw uh, <clears throat> I saw a comment on Shade Room because the nigga posted a. I'm sorry, the nigga Rick Ross posted a, a picture. And he was like. Slick, he was a little slim, mm-hmm. and everybody was. Some dude was like, uh, this was a hoax, it was a hoax to uh cover up his uh weight loss surgery. He said the niggas in the hospital get weight loss surgery, he wasn't having he wasn't having a stroke or whatever they said he was having. Why would somebody even lie about it? Like, <laughs> what how's that a good lie? I don't know, I don't understand that, but whatever, I guess. But what's good, people? Yeah, good? man. Um, before we start the show, we got a guest on here, man. You know what I'm saying? One of our LBs. Speaking of Craig. What's goody? What's goody? Talk you know, to me, people. Talk to me. Where Glad can they be. find you? Well, actually, nigga, do you even have social media? Glad to be here. Uh, I got Facebook, you know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, hey, fuck out of here, Craig. Hey. Like that stupid shit. Yo, catch my nigga that Craig. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> young yeah. Craig Mack on Facebook Check Live, nigga. Facebook. You know. Facebook like Check that. me out on like Facebook. Watch, nigga. Social media <laughs> app right Check now. Check me on my Pitch. Facebook, man. You this ain't 2010, ho. Nigga said that shit so confident. Oh, yeah, you can find me on Facebook. My nigga said, yo, you could copy and paste my MySpace URL. You already know what it is. I got the best songs on my playlist. Uh, well, shout out to my boy Craig. Yeah, yeah man. man. Good to be here. Glad to be here, man. Oh, yeah. Um, since we were talking about uh about like if that was fake news, bro, we gotta go ahead and address this Big Sean and Janae Iko situation real quick. Oh, it's hella fake. Yeah, fake news. This is why I say, <laughs> don't believe everything you see as face value. That's right. Because talking. when I saw this shit trending, I was like, bro, my nigga really fucked up. Like, he fucked up for real, for real. Um, but, like, when I was trying to, like, find the original source, mm-hmm. I couldn't find that bitch. So I'm just like, where is this shit coming from? Twitter. Niggas on Twitter. And then mm-hmm. when I finally, like, found an article, I think it might have been Bossip or whatever. Oh, how credible. And, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and I actually read their article, and, you know, it was saying that they were spotted, uh, Big Sean and Nicole Schwarzenegger, because that's... Is this wait? Is that her last name? Oh, uh, it's 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 one of them long ass white people names. Oh, did I just say on a? You last said Schwarzenegger. <laughs> that shit is definitely wrong. <laughs> hey, bro. What's like Schwarzenegger? Yeah, it's something crazy. But yeah, y'all know what I'm talking about. Nicole from the Pussycat Dolls. Um, they were seen together at an Oscars private after party, whatever. All booed up. Da 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 da. And then it got back to Janae, and they're saying Janae's angry and upset. And when I saw that, I'm just like, okay, where did y'all get this source from? Because even if this was like from a friend or something, right? 
why would she be associating herself with a friend that would be putting out her business like that? That just didn't make any sense to me. Like, I just don't see anybody in her team just going out here leaking information about that situation. And then they were talking about she unfollowed Big Sean and he has been posted on her her pic, uh, her Instagram lately. And I'm just like... But that, that goes back to like what we was talking about way before, but when we was talking about Kevin Hart. Mm-hmm. Niggas always want to act like they know shit. But you not... Bro, you you not don't know there. Big Sean. You don't know the... Conver- niggas have conversations and everything ain't on Twitter. The world ain't on Twitter. The world ain't on Instagram. Niggas have conversations in real life. That about that shit you don't know about. So they could have been laughing at y'all niggas the whole time. I'm sure they like, were. Uh, I'm sure they were because they like, they ended up responding later on that night. But I fell asleep. Imagine they got an album day. coming out soon too. Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, I thought she was gonna push out the hardest right, album in 2018. On. Hell yeah, I uh, would. But it's just one thing I I, I also want to bring up is because I retweeted this the other day is you niggas really don't have no life. If you guys. I was literally checking to see who unfollowed who, because there was also another situation where 21 and Amber Rose follow each other on Instagram. How the fuck do you guys know that shit? Bro, because niggas be checking every day. Y'all niggas really don't have no lives to the point to where y'all literally know who unfollows who. That's, nah. It's not even be no goddamn, like, TMZ. It be regular niggas that be saying this shit. Yeah. You know? (laughs) Like, what the fuck are you doing with your life that you are so involved with this celebrity lifestyle? I mean, Celebrities that you don't even know personally, but you know that they unfollow each yeah. other. Like, yeah. bro, you got a lot of time on your hand, man. You got a lot of time. Yeah, that's just ridiculous. Like, I don't know. And maybe it's because I don't give Like, I don't watch the, the, the Housewives of Atlanta and the real hip hops and all that because I really don't. I really don't fuck with the drama. Like, I don't get forced drama. And I don't get, like, unnecessary mm-hmm. drama. Unnecessary, unnecessary conflict. Con- exactly. Unnecessary conflict. Unnecessary confrontation. But that's all y'all niggas on Twitter look for. Y- y'all look for the smallest things about people you don't even know. And try mm-hmm. to make up a whole situation around it to make you... Now you done wasted three hours on Twitter searching if Big Sean and, and uh, Janae Echo is together or Nick Nicole Schmanadizia. And... You you fail in chemistry. You 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 don't even got a job. Like, come on, fam. You got to get with your get your own life right, dog. And you know, it's just crazy, like how people literally will just jump the gun and run with it. Cause I'm saying, women were going ham on Big Sean. Oh, of course. Going ham oh, on Sean. Of course, of course. Cause they that, was ready. Shea butter Twitter. They was ready. Bro. Black men ain't shit. Twitter. They was all, ready, man. <laughs> excuse me. All all those Twitters. They was. They, they was ready. ready. To ham them they were ready. My my they, fellow faithful black brother. Oh yeah, they ain't had a black brother going in a while since Kevin Hart. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they, they was been waiting. They was hungry. Niggas is hungry. Yeah. That's they what was starving for this next one. They was waiting for a nigga to fuck up, man. Y'all <laughs> went stupid, man. So I hope y'all kept that same energy when y'all found out that that shit wasn't true. Mm-hmm. I'm sure y'all ain't y'all didn't comment like, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe he not. Maybe he ain't shit. Y'all niggas calling him Medium Sean and all that shit. Medium Sean. <laughs> y'all, y'all fucked up, man. <laughs> y'all real fucked up individuals, man. And it's just crazy to me how people are ready to see somebody else fail. Yeah, and yesterday they oh, was and goals. Them in the they was goals yesterday. They were, they were goals. They was goals. They were legit goals. They was your header picture yesterday. Yeah. Like, so what, what's, what's, what's the change of heart, man? I don't get it. Niggas is fickle. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's only that whatever's entertaining, what's hot, what's new. That's the so, time now, man. That's the time. I just ask y'all to just please at least do some research for y'all come ready. Because in my opinion, y'all look stupid uh, going hard like that and then the shit that wasn't even real. Like, come on, man. That's why it's just like, you got to just, especially with social media, you cannot just jump out and believe, oh, this is 100% true. Yeah. This is perfect situation, perfect example. So... You know, thank God Big Sean and Janae are together because I was really worried we weren't finna get that twenty eighty eight part two. <laughs> I said, bro, y'all can at least um push at least out this album, album again, like for y'all fell out, album. man. At least put out a good album. I, I hope y'all at least got them working on some songs and shit, <laughs> goddamn. Even if that motherfucker's only five songs, at least we got something. <laughs> so hopefully we still get that soon. But that's um, real talk. Yeah, man. Yeah, let's shout let's out stop. to my nigga Sean. Black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. I ain't cheat, never seen a black man that cheated. Ever. Black men don't cheat. Kevin Hart made a mistake. He slipped in some pussy. Nah, he. Uh, I heard he got some Filipino in him. You said he slipped. In oh, him. oh, well, damn. Also, we good. So, we you good. Know, he ain't one hundred percent black. Black men still undefeated. Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> right. Exactly, man. What else we got on here, man? Um, oh shit, we might as well go ahead and uh, get on your board, DJ Envy, man. Man, I hold on. So, I I don't know if everybody listened to the Breakfast Club or not, but basically DJ Envy this morning he was on the Breakfast Club and um, Jesus and Mero they got the the late night show Jesus and Mero. They also got a podcast, uh, the Bodega Boys. Uh-huh. It's pretty good. I encourage y'all to check it out. It's pretty funny. Um, DJ Envy kind of got mad at them for a skit or a sketch they did on their show when they were commenting. On his interview with the real, when DJ's Envy, DJ Envy's interview with the real, talking about his infidelity and his cheating situation and all that, um, and basically DJ Envy felt like Jesus, uh, one half of Jesus Mero, obviously, Jesus said that his wife Gia was in it for the check and that she kind of stayed with him for a check. DJ Envy, if you don't shut your bitch ass up, dog, if you got a problem. I would say come say you know I gonna listen to this, but I would say come. I I understand if you got a problem. I can't I can't tell you what to have a problem with. And I can't tell you no. Fuck that. You can't have a problem about jokes, dog. Like you you literally are talking about a comedy a show about comedy with two comedians who talk about probably everybody. They've talked about Oprah. So what what make you think you off the firing squad, dog? Like, and they barely went in. All he, all he said was, she know about them DJ Envy checks, though. And then he said, and then he was like, I mean, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> if that's, that's something like, for you to right. be mad about, like, you be, you dog, you being a bitch. You know what I'm saying? I don't even it's like just, saying, I don't like and, saying the word And a lot bitch, of people have been saying it's like, the Breakfast Club is known for roasting people. Or going ham on people when people fuck up. Yeah. Y'all literally have a segment called Donkey, Donkey of the Day. When people do stupid shit. So it's just like, obviously there's already a comedic element in your radio show. So it's just like, and like, uh, uh, which who was it? Diesel who brought it up? Jesus, yeah. Diesel. Diesel who brought it up, like, you can't be a comedian and not have tough skin. Like, you can't give out jokes and not be able to take it as a comedian. It, it just, it doesn't work. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. And it, or it, even just anything where you're in a media aspect, like a podcast, a radio anything show. Anything you putting yourself on a public stage. Well, you're voicing your and opinion. you're putting yourself out. You went on a national television show to talk about yourself cheating. 
Like nigga, people gonna talk about it. What you? You think everything gonna be positive? I think he's more awesomely upset about the fact that he even cheated, or the infidelity than anything. I think this is what just kind of came out. What that show for, man? That's I mean, that's what I'm saying. This falls back on you, bro. <laughs> I didn't even know Envy cheated on his girl. I was shocked oh, when I, I found knew. out. I, I knew because of the Kevin Hart when they was talking about the Kevin Hart shit. Um, Envy was on. <laughs> this nigga was almost crying on Breakfast Club. So <laughs> I, I know what it's like to. Have an infidelity in the household. I was like, bro, but that's that's beside the point. Like like Demi said, you can't have a be in this industry and have thin skin, and that's that goes beyond this in, uh, entertainment industry too. You can't be a nigga or you can't be a person in America right now with thin skin. I feel like everybody's. Uh, I feel the, like the society is starting right to get soft. I think everybody's it's, it's hella soft. Niggas need to start. I don't know if y'all not roasting in schools like y'all used to. Y'all not growing up getting joned on or joning niggas. But like, what what part of you gets really mad about a guy making a joke? And, a, and it's, the joke wasn't that serious, bro. He he said she know she probably know about DJ, DJ Envy checks though. I mean, I don't know. Maybe like, is that really something to get mad about? <laughs> I don't think it is, man. Like, and then he walked out of the shit. Oh yeah, if and you really how had that pressure, bro. Yeah, you, you should have came. I just feel like if you really <laughs> had that much pressure, bro, you could have handled it before the, the show started. You was already oh, yeah. ready. They said I think Joe Budden said on Twitter that DJ Envy had uh, some pressure coming for them or something like that. Um, but it's just like, but something like that. If you that pressed yeah. about your wife, bro, I just would have called you up before the shit even started. I would have oh, squashed yeah. they right got the there. Number. You know, you have the contact. Y'all contacted them somehow. I would call you That show, I watch. I watched Jesus and Mero. That show was like weak. That's a, a, a old episode that he brought back. Yeah, so that's why I was. That was around the time Kevin Hart cheated. So it was around whatever time that was. That's why I was just like, how did this even happen? Like, how did you even fall into this? Were you just festering. were you just waiting? Like, the, how are you just sitting with that much heat on you? I mean, you weren't really about that like, action, bro. Yeah, the one you're not about to action. Two is just like you added more stress in your life. Letting that sit up and bottle up and you getting more frustrated and just thinking about all this shit. So that really could have been solved weeks ago. Yeah. As soon as you saw it, I would have addressed it right on the spot. Now, I mean, because I don't see how he's, you can't say he's just not finding out about it. Somebody should have already told him, like, yo, they said da-da-da-da-da about your situation. Yeah. So... And, and this this speaks really to, like, a bigger issue for me. Like, I think about this and I'm thinking about so, not to change subjects or nothing, but like when when the thing in uh, Miami happened with the high school about Parkland Parkland High School and the kid was uh, shot up seventeen kids, killed seventeen kids. I heard people people I know people I was talking to about the situation. They talking about um, he was being bullied in the school, and they feel like society today people are bullying people too much, and they're they're uh, preying on the weak and stuff like that. I don't, I don't know when the shift happened. It, it happened after I graduated, obviously. I don't know. But I don't know when the shift happened in this country where, or in the world. I don't know if it's worldwide, but niggas is just being sensitive. Like, at what point can a joke be a joke? At what point can you separate a joke from a joke and you retaliate with jokes rather than getting mad about it, being sensitive? And then you bring in, not not saying this is a... Not not with DJ Envy, obviously, but 
the dude from in Parkland, you bringing uh, a gun to school, like you, you're killing people because you were talked about. Like how sensitive? That's the most sensitive. That's that's being hypersensitive to a key. Maybe, uh, maybe people need to talk to more therapists. I don't know. Maybe need people need I to get in their headspace or something. <laughs> but like, you got to be able to take things for what it is. You got to have a thick skin. And Meryl, um, I don't know if y'all know. So Meryl is the light skin dude, the bigger dude, mm-hmm. and Jesus is the dark skin guy in the crew. Meryl bought that action. Meryl always been bought nah, that action. I don't know, bro. Because they, they no, Jesus, these the dark skin. He, I don't know if he bought that action. He apologized quickly, bro. Meryl, real nigga. Meryl's bought that action. They hit that apology real quick. <laughs> Because if I was No, not Meryl. These are dead. These are dead. My bad, my bad. But Meryl was like, I mean, we could we could do five minutes yeah, outside he, if you want. He ain't stopped. He wanted that whole interview still posted <laughs> MV. So You know, Mer- yeah, Meryl's about that action. Meryl I think I know statue of limitations up, but I know Meryl done, done stabbed niggas before. Meryl, Meryl bought that action. They should have fought right there. That was, I, no. Yo, that shit. I heard DJ Emmy been taking boxing class. That shit would have probably hit like a billion views. Oh, easy. <laughs> that would like the number one interview of all time, man. That's the if first time I saw DJ Envy mad. Yeah, I know he had it in him, to be honest, to actually be upset about something. He seemed like a soft guy. Well, he is you a soft heard, guy. You heard the interview? Yeah, yeah, I seen the interview. And I mean, <coughs> with me, it was just like, I guess, <clears throat> going back to how like Kevin Hart. And then Michael Blackson, I guess, you know, Kevin was like, damn, you my man. So why would you, you know, clown on me in my Make a joke darkest time or whatever? So I think that that's what DJ and be like. I don't yeah. think I don't think he's the type to really, I, I guess when it come to jokes, I guess his point was, all right, just talk about me, not my family or whatever. Yeah. And so I can understand him from that point. And I guess because he really messed with those guys. I think that's why he was mad probably the most because he really messed with them. So... Um, I think he was just trying to get that off his chest, and he probably left because he was like, right, "I'm still heated. I'm not really, I'm yeah, not really I'm not, mad at yeah, that." That's I'm what he said. Yeah, yeah, I'm not he really. Said he, he, he said he took himself out because yeah. he, well, he said he didn't want to do something that he would regret. Would like jump over, nigga. You weren't finna jump on the table. Yeah, come but on, bro. Because yeah, to your same point though, like you're saying, he felt like those was his boys and all that. Yeah. If you feel like those are your boys and you feel like they crossed the you line, should have been you can call them. You can call them. You can text them. They your boys, that. right? That's, that's no They your boys, right? If mm-hmm. if 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 I see uh, Dimitri make an Instagram post about me or something like that, I'm not gonna go on Instagram and walk up to his house at the door on Instagram Live and knock on the door. Yeah, I'm about to get this nigga. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna text her. I'm gonna call this nigga. Like, yeah. at what point? And maybe that's the era that we in where everything has to be broadcast and everything has to be put on spot. Yeah, but. At what point are we uh, talking to each other about our situations? Y'all gotta and just, realize it's just between us. Y'all I mean, gotta realize not everything is is clickbait, man. Not everything gotta be posted. But, Tell ya. I think I think with that, I think he waited because I guess they did it on a on a certain platform, so they waited for him, for them to come on his platform so he can address it. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe you know sometimes because we, we may see you know they may, some guys may say, oh yeah, we close, we cool, but. Not a lot of people, and I'm pretty sure, call each other up. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. just you know what I'm saying. So they probably see each other, and you know when they when they go on events or whatever. But I would think you, he was. Would you have been mad in this situation? Um, like not because I'm not really that. I'm not like I've been. I've been through it like with any jokes or whatever. So yeah, 
Like, like niggas, like dudes don't call you, your mama this, that, but you can't really, I mean, you're going to fight every time because niggas going to say it. So it's like. Yeah, bro. It's yeah, like, at one point, you got to say That's my thing. Either you're going to be a, gr- a good ass <laughs> fighter, you're going to fight everybody, or you're yeah. you going to have some jokes. But you're going to end up in jail eventually, bro. Yeah, you like you can't just, just fight every nigga that talk about you, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like that shit, I, it sounds good, but it's not, it's not going to happen like yeah, that. Yeah, bro. But, and, and I get it. I get, I get his, his point of, don't talk about my wife. Don't talk about my kids. Only talk about me. Right. If you talk about me, it's fine. I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. I understand. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you've got to you got to handle it accordingly. And if you're on your show, I feel like you got to handle it professionally. One, um, don't stay away from the confrontation at all. If mm-hmm. you if you talking like you about that action, be about that action. I, I knew the way Envy was talking, the way he reacted. I don't care if he he felt like he was gonna do something he would regret. Um, step out for five minutes, maybe clear your mind, and then get the situation right. Not that I can tell him how to react, but outside looking in, I think that would have been a better approach, and that would have kind of got your point across better if you were actually in the room. Like you can't mm-hmm. say your piece and leave the room. Like bit, like got on Birdman. This is your own. This is your own show, bro. <laughs> Like I don't know where he eventually like explained his reasoning afterwards. Yeah. But you had your whole show to come and explain. Y'all literally could have had a whole conversation there, and niggas still would have watched the interview regardless. Yeah. So you see, just... niggas watched it without you. I mean. Yeah. <laughs> like seriously. But I like like Craig. I I do get I do get your point though about him about uh what he approves of his jokes and what he yeah. does and what he don't approve yeah. of his jokes. That's you as a man. You got your own standards yeah. as a man. Yeah. You got what you say. But I think there's a way to go about things. Yeah. And um yeah. as a professional, I think that was unprofessional to just leave your show yeah. to go to do that. I don't know. Yeah. And I don't that, think just, I don't think the j- joke was that malicious. I don't think there was no malicious behind the joke. I think it was just that I mean you gotta think with that situation, like I said, yeah, of course you putting it on that you saw right. national that TV. type of Daytime platform. TV. People gonna joke. Like your boys is gonna joke. That's that's. Did you watch the interview? You watch DJ Envy interview? Yeah, yeah. But the he shit was down. hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Like I, the I shit, the shit in itself. The the interview he did with the real, and he's talking about his cheating. It yeah. was it was funny within itself. Like I would have joned on you. Obviously, yeah. it wouldn't have got as much buzz as Jesus and Mary, mm-hmm. but. I would have joined on you too, and yeah. I wouldn't expect you to be mad at me. Either join on me back or yeah. tell me, you know, as a man, I I don't joke about those things. Obviously, and, and if I say, "Oh my bad," I didn't know that. Boom, yeah, it's done. And I think, and I think too was like ahead of time. I think what they they were shocked because they wasn't they wasn't um told that you know that would be something that would be addressed on the show. Mm-hmm. So I guess if like they had that side conversation before the show started, yeah, or whatever, they were just like, oh wait, <laughs> okay, I, I guess we coming up for that. Is that yeah, what we doing? Yeah. So they were kind of shocked with that. And I mean, you know, yeah, because you kind of don't want to. You want to make sure that people still want to come on your show. You you kind of want to leave that that good impression on them. So at the end of the day, you know, you settle that aside from going on air and just like blowing it up right there. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? No, that's a hundred. Yeah. All right, so I'm on this nigga Twitter page and some, you know, who envy? Yeah, so he's he's invested into this situation because is he, he is he responding? Oh, yeah, he responded. That's people. when you know you lost, bro. That's when you know you, you lost, bro. Responding. When you, you sit down it. here on social media, when you could have addressed <laughs> this. On your fucking show, man. Cause hold on. Oh, excuse me. Excuse and how and and all you all y'all people that was calling in to uh 
Breakfast Club Court or whatever and was telling DJ Envy, yeah, you a man. Stick up. That's what men do. You're sticking up. Man, shut your... Uh, <laughs> um, like I said, I can't tell people how to react. But somebody uh, added him and said he had ample enough time to clear the air before the interview, but he wants to get tough on air. Shake my damn head. The show Intel aired maybe a month ago. You should have reached out uh, to them from there. And then he crowed to this said, "You disrespect my wife publicly. You apologize publicly." Hmm. Yeah, same thing I was saying. I feel like that's how he felt. I'm I understand. I mean, I can, I can see, I can see why. It's, it's not like I don't, I can't understand it. Mm. I understand what he is. I just think he's wrong. Mm. I mean, I, I get it though. I get, I get you. Yeah, I get what you are. I think he's uh, because the way he puffing his chest and whatnot. Soft. To me, if you really was gonna come with his energy, bro, you had to fight him. That's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, I thought you they was, fought him at that point. Ready at that point. That's like, but <laughs> the, that's like the same thing they clown Birdman. They clown Birdman for coming yeah. in, saying his piece, and leaving, and not really doing nothing. Yeah. That's exactly that's what you did. Shit. That's exactly what you did. Somebody so. said <laughs> nobody's gonna disrespect my wife but me. <laughs> 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 that's hey, a, actually yeah. that's a <laughs> never mind I'm not gonna say it never mind nah that's real shit <laughs> that's real shit <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good that's a good point there. but it's know. like bro don't try to clown no <laughs> at this point DJ MV better never clown anybody in the for the rest of his life yeah. or you, Straight you better up. apologize yeah. you, know, or you better apologize publicly. right afterwards man <laughs> nigga I don't joke about my shoes nigga can't joke yeah. about my shoes nigga I don't play about my shoes yeah, you gotta think like when when you when you the nigga in the crew that don't really nobody got no jokes to say back. You like, damn, bro, you take <laughs> just, that shit seriously, like, because yeah. you ain't got nothing to say <laughs> back. You take that shit seriously, like, nah, you gotta take that bro, shit. Bro, you should be like that at one point, but it's just like, bro, you just gotta be ready, bro. <laughs> yeah, just start analyzing niggas. <laughs> now, if, now, like, like if if he was on Jesus Romero and the nigga was like, it's like. DJ Envy, uh, wife is all about the check. Gold digging bitch. Gold yeah. digging ass bitch. All right. Yeah. That, all right, that all right. I get it. I get it. I, w- I want that fire. He deserved that fire. <laughs> but come on, my nigga. Yeah. Like, you got you to gotta, uh, gotta be reasonable with your responses. <laughs> and the responses you come with, mm-hmm. you got to back that shit up. Yeah, man. Because if you don't, then uh, what exactly mm-hmm. are we doing here, you know? Yeah. Seriously, dog. Like, we just That's doing right. actions with no... With no uh, nothing behind them, and then niggas now are not gonna take you serious. Oh, I saw that too. They talk about that girl. Bruh. They were talking about that football player from Shaw. These his girl was getting his these clothes wilding in Miami, bro. See, man, that's honestly just just throw the whole city away, bro. <laughs> because Miami is actually a nice city, but y'all turning no this more. into some straight niggerish shit. <laughs> you know, see, Miami is cheating. Kevin Hart cheated in Miami, bro. It's, a, it's, a, Miami. it's literally Sin City, like legit. Fuck Vegas, Miami is Sin Miami, City, bro. Yeah. Yeah, that shit just put is this uh city full of temptation. Shout out man. to South Beach, Spring South Break, two thousand sixteen was crazy. <laughs> oh man, um, but yeah, long story short, DJ Envy, just get out your feelings, man. I you better be ready to grow up tomorrow on the Breakfast Club and get over that shit, man. <laughs> yeah, and I don't even want to. I mean. Aside from, I don't want to make it all about DJ Envy. For me, I, I just want everybody to take away. Stop being sensitive. We're in a world where people are going to say so, especially on social media. Niggas is going to say anything. 
because they can just type it and you'll never see it again. I can type something on social media, put my phone down, and never even think about it again. So of course niggas gonna say wild shit. If you taking shit seriously on social media or anything like that, really, bro, you need to just think, delete it. Get, I think they, you should delete yeah, it. Yeah, delete the ass if it makes you that mad. If it if something digital makes you physically mad, delete it. Close the phone, delete the app. Like it's not for you. Get some thicker skin, then come back with a new username and all that. Mm-hmm. Try it again. Just give it a break. Yeah, yeah. You know, you don't got to be on the Go to Facebook. I don't think they talk about niggas on Facebook. I don't think they be flaming on Facebook. Craig, <laughs> do they be flaming on Facebook, Facebook man? Yo, be Facebook be... Yo, some ratchet shit on Facebook, dog. I ain't gonna lie. You going on my timeline? Some ratchet shit on that. Niggas <laughs> got them friend requests and porn stars and hey, shit. Hey, man. Nah, you know what's so crazy? I don't... Like, I really don't understand. Like, niggas really got the time to be catfishing niggas out here, dog. Like, you look in your friend request and you see some, like... Yeah, you be seeing some question on that shit. Nigga like, only got nigga, nigga like, no mutual friends. You think real, I'm just gonna like, add you? Bro, I won't accept nobody on Facebook, even if I know you. Cause at this crazy. point, if you ain't on my, I didn't have Facebook since like eighth grade. Oh, yeah. if, you, yeah. if you ain't my friend already, then yeah, you're too yeah, late. Yeah, bro, nigga, I got enough, enough, man. Yeah, you better meet me in real real life. Catch me on Instagram or Twitter. The only uh, people I'm adding is in Jamaica because I know I can't see them every time like that. So shit. <laughs> we, could talk, we could talk Facebook Messenger and shit. You know what I'm saying? So, matter of fact, so yeah, you you go to Jamaica pretty frequently. Yeah, uh, in Jamaica, it, do you feel like people are as sensitive? Um, do you feel like niggas get serious about jokes in Jamaica? Yo, it is. I don't know if it's an American thing or if it's just like a uh society worldwide society thing with the internet and social media and everybody got a voice. Back. I mean. It depends, man, because, you know, sometimes jokes get really heated real quick, depending yeah. on, you know, especially if you mix and look in the situation. Of course. I mean, I ain't it, talking about, like, I ain't, I ain't just the culture. not calling them, like, gay, you yeah. know, like that. Like, not not anything, anything that somebody, uh, but take, I would say take serious, but, like, Nothing like fuck your mom, bitch. Nothing like yeah, that. Yeah, like that's yeah, yeah. just yeah, that's just disrespectful. That's just blatant. But yeah. like making a joke about somebody's shoes or something like that. Or- yeah. Oh nah, that's all. That's you know that's all day, every day, man. You hear that? People talking about the way they dirty, their clothes dirty. Yeah. Talking about their feet dusty, ashy, whatever you want to call it. And I mean, yeah, people out there not that sensitive, man. I mean, they definitely got tough skin. You know, you got look at the conditions some people living in, man. You know. They they have stuff like that every day, so yeah, you know they used to that. Yeah, you. Get, I, I just yeah, I just feel like people got thicker skins nowadays. Everybody yeah. getting soft, and I hope it's not trickling down to the people that's in school now. Cause yeah, we grow up with a whole bunch of a generation of people that can't take jokes and yeah, just crying over every little thing. But what society are we start gonna have? Because I just feel like you gotta get you gotta get bullied. Yeah, how we gonna how we gonna be a soft nation and our president is a bully? Yeah. The president is the most roasting ass nigga. All he did in debates was roast niggas. All niggas sons of bitches. <coughs> but being bullied, it gives you that, that toughness you need for real world. Because if niggas is mean in high school, niggas still gonna be mean in real life. Oh, yeah, hell when you the world the world is evil. Yeah. It's probably even worse. <laughs> the than, world is point. evil, bro. Yeah. So I feel like niggas Niggas need to get bullied. Niggas need that humble or being humble yeah. so they can get some backbone to either roast niggas or just yeah. You know, I, I don't think niggas should be physically bullied. Like I don't think a nigga should be thrown in the trash can every day. Mm. But a little light roast, 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, it's straight. A little mm-hmm. like bro saying that. I mean, yeah, man. You know, man. I, I tell you one time when I uh, I went to Columbia High School, my freshman year in high school, and um, like nigga, it was it was on go after lunch every day, bro. Like as soon as you walk in that classroom, <laughs> boy. Like yeah, like it was no. I don't know what it is, man. It's just that like once you don't go through that, then it's like you hit college. And it's going to get worse. Yeah, and what's it, it is. If you can't handle it when it get worse, it's just like, you yeah. can't handle it, y'all. It's, some niggas just can't you handle it. You need that shit. You know what happened? It's because they tried to stop bullying. And that's why niggas started getting more and more sensitive. Because remember, cyberbullying was like a big thing at one point. Like I never got cyberbullied. I don't even understand cyberbullying. I don't know either. Because everybody in that gangster at the end of the day. If a nigga can't actually pull up on you, ain't no reason why you should be offended. Uh... By what they say on the internet, man. You hear that? Just dude, turn your shit off. Like what? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like is it that the screen? And all right, if a nigga is talking to me through my phone, talking about talk. me, and I'm getting angry, like literally, all you have to do is leave the app. I didn't understand how. Let that me not, easy. Let me not. Oh no, I'm gonna say this because I did. I don't understand how Close kids were killing themselves off of cyberbullying. Because literally all you have to do is just walk away from it. Yeah, close the laptop, close Mom, the phone. What does it stick with you? Does it linger? I, I can understand like if a nigga is actually bullying you face to face and you just can't take it anymore because you got to see that every day. But bro, you don't got to have that social media. I, I think kids, you know, the biggest thing is that when we're kids, we want to be accepted so much yeah. by our peers, right? Mm-hmm. So when when you're in a situation where you're constantly being bullied by people you want to be accepted by, you're like, damn, I really, like, what if, what is my purpose? Like, if I'm not yes. able to be accepted by my peers, yeah, why well, am who I, I get accepted by? That's yeah. that, that's an important concept. I'm glad you I'm glad you brought that up. And that that I feel like can get misconstrued a lot. That that's a very good point. And that is a situation where I believe that a parent or a guardian or anybody who is a mentor to somebody. Because you can't tell me that everybody getting cyberbullied don't have anybody in their lives. I understand some people don't have people in their lives, but you can't tell me everybody don't got nobody in their lives. Right? You'd be surprised, to tell bro. you if those people You'd that be surprised, those bro. people that aren't accepting you, if those people that aren't accepting you are talking about you, and you're saying, "Well, who's going to accept me? I want to accept this from my peers." Mm-hmm. Maybe it's don't think about it as what you're doing wrong. Think about it as maybe you need to change your peer group. Maybe you need to change the group of people that you look to for, for this or for that. If you're not accepted by this group of people, right. then fuck them. I mean, you're your own person, your own individual. Well, you got to think about when you're younger, social status is more important than it is and when you get older. So yeah. that's why it's harder for younger kids mm-hmm. to really like get out of that spell because yeah. like people are legit and click. So it's like, if you don't got a click, you're going to have to... Squeeze your way into one, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's probably easier for me to say now, obviously, because I've been through it and I'm older. Yeah, and and I will say earlier, I take back what I say because about I don't see how kids kill themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, by cyberbullying cyber is, is possible because think about it now. You do have to see more. I, we're so ingrained with technology now. Yeah. I see why it's hard for people to just leave because it's so it's so involved with our shit. Because yeah. even for Twitter, like I like I just want to see funny shit majority of the time. Usually, yeah. like eighty to ninety percent of the time. Yeah. But you're gonna see a lot of other bullshit at the end of the day, like that you gotta filter through. And just sometimes to me, that shit gets annoying. So it's just like 
I don't leave, but it's just like, damn, now I'm bored. Like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, mm-hmm. yeah. social media really has taken a good part of my life. And I know, and I just talked about Jasmine earlier, but, like, I've been thinking about, like, in the next year or two, just delete on my social media because, you know, I need to see what part of life I'm not seeing without yeah. social media. And you, it's important. I think it is important to take hiatus from social media, to take break. And I, I do. I get, matter of fact, now I'm thinking about it true. Yeah, you guys are right about how you want it to be accepted and everything like that. But, and again, I bring it back to, I feel like everything comes back, whether it be cyberbullying, real bullying, anything, it always comes back to real life situations and who are the people that you have to steer you the right way. Nobody as a kid knows, like no, a, a kid with no guidance, I can't tell them not to feel any type of way about cyberbullying because they have no they have no foundation they have no basis of what they're supposed to mm-hmm. uh who they're supposed to be accepted by what they're supposed to expect from these people so if they're being cyberbullied and they don't have any guidance of who am I to be accepted by and they take those people and they're talking shit about them I can see how that could affect you yeah but that's when teachers uh counselors teachers don't get paid parents uh siblings, uncles, aunts, somebody has to step in. And maybe that's the job that we got to do as uh, adults in this society is mentoring our kids and, and teaching our kids that they don't have to look for uh, to acceptance in other people. You got to accept right. yourself. Mm-hmm. And if you accept yourself and got and secure within yourself, then anything anybody else says is like water. This shit just going to hit you and get out. Like yeah. You, you got to be Teflon and, and the shit is water. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I get it, but at the same time, I think maybe it's on us to to guide these. They're just yeah. they're feeble mind. So maybe it's our fault. Well, not my I mean, fault, but niggas with uh, like older kids. And I mean, you gotta think like even with social media, like we spend the average person spends so much time on social media. Yeah. Like, what are you really getting done during the day? Yeah. And you gotta think once you're doing that, and you're seeing you're seeing all these celebrities flashing their their money and the, the lavish lifestyle or whatever, you you unknowingly is either you unknowingly build hate or or envy, or you're like, damn, I wanna I wanna I wanna be like that someday. Motiva- yeah. Motivation. Yeah. motivation. So either go either way. Envy or motivation. Yeah. Man. Either way. So <laughs> depending on your upbringing, yeah. depending on what you pick. Exactly. So now once you and I and you know people always say this. I think Steve Harvey was saying this. You know, once you stop. Focusing on somebody else's success, mm-hmm. you can be able to focus on yours yeah, and you'll absolutely. be in a better space. And I think more people need to do that because, you know, it's with technology and everything, mm-hmm. it's only going to get worse. Yeah. So, if you, you know, it, it's, it's important to make sure you're good before, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I think we talked about this in a past, a, a previous podcast too. You can't take somebody's, mm-hmm. you can't take somebody's highlight reel, mm-hmm. which is a Instagram. I'm only taking pictures of the best shit in my life. I took a, but my last picture is, the the parade the, the Super Bowl parade so if you look at my Instagram it probably look like I'm I'm living it up every day like I'm partying every day and and I'm having fun every day mm. but niggas put the high you can't compare your real, your whole life to somebody's highlight reel that's just not mm-hmm. fair right. yeah my story's not told through my Instagram exactly right. you gotta right. and that's where we're I think we're losing and that goes back <laughs> that ties in I guess all this is about people's skin being tough and and the society we in with technology but we're losing the I, people are losing the grasp of real life and what 
what really matters to people is starting to be digital rather than physical. And I think that's mm-hmm. a, I think that's a recipe for disaster. Right. Right. I agree. My black mirror, bro. We're going to be black mirror society. You know, for my people who, uh, not, Oh, I, I was going to say one thing. I just want, I really just want like young black people to really like focus on, focus on other things than just, and I mean, you know, I, I know, I know we're attracted to the finer things in life. We want our, we want our, we want our Gucci. We want our, mm-hmm. we want our Benz, and you know, we want that big lavish house. But focus on little things that is gonna get you there. So that means school. That means pick up a book about financial, you know, management and stuff like that. You know, because I, I was in, I was in the library the other day. I'm like, damn, like there's so many books out here, and there's so much information to use to our ability that if we yeah. just take the time to just pay attention to those things and focusing on bettering ourselves like you'll be straight out here man yeah people always say you know we don't own nothing or we don't have nothing to show for it. i'm like I, I know like i know there's so much can we determine the culture like if you really think about it we determine the culture oh yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. we definitely you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we definitely guide the culture so mm-hmm. it's like it's like we just gotta take the time to focus on what matters the most man mm-hmm. really yeah um i've been reading a book lately um that i think everybody should, should listen to uh, or read because um, you know I'd be on the audio books now. Um, it's called The Power of Habit. Why We Do What We Do in Life and in Business by Charles Duhigg. Um, and basically, this book pretty much covers how humans develop habits throughout our life that we don't actually realize we create. Um, one of the biggest concepts that I've taken off there is like people cannot, the brain cannot tell the difference between a good habit and a bad habit. And it's so easy to fall into a, uh, a habit without you realizing. Like, for example, do y'all remember driving to work today? Do y'all remember driving to work? Yeah. Not, like, actually really think about it, like getting the car, starting the key, getting out and driving to, to your job. Because your brain is just going into yeah. chill mode. Because yeah. it's a habit. You you don't tell yourself, oh, I got it. This is how you drive. Like, you already just start driving mm. without driving. Yeah. Or just how you sit down in a chair. You didn't tell yourself, sit down. You just you just automatically, that, that, you just automatically do that. Right. Because your brain is always trying to find the most easiest way of not using the most energy. Like, it would I'd rather you just use the... I forgot what part of the brain is called, but the part that actually stores all your habits, like that's its top priority. Okay. Which is why it's so easy to fall into habits without people realizing it, because that's your your brain's biggest priority. Um, because when you're learning new things, you're learning. Um, your brain is constantly working to pick up these things and like figure out what's going on. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just really a great book because they use so many real life examples of people and how their habit. Uh, their um, habits work and whatnot because basically the way a habit is is composed of you have your cue your routine and then your reward the cue is what is pretty much triggers or starts to habit, and that could be anything Stimulus. like right. seeing um seeing a mailbox while you walk like okay this is how you know okay this is my house because i'm getting i've seen this mailbox while i pass through my walk or whatever mm-hmm. so the routine is whatever your your the habit is that your brain is created and then the reward is what you get from it. So your brain is ultimately craving something which leads into the 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 cue triggering the routine. So 
whether that's you being an alcoholic or you working out, like oh, yeah. all of that shit has to be a routine that yeah, starts that's, somewhere. That's straight class of conditioning. And just the way they broke it down and even how they applied it to like businesses, um, was just it was crazy because basically they say once you create a, a healthy habit or undo a bad habit, replace it with another better routine. That's when you'll start seeing other places or other habits starting to change because you're implementing good habits. So once you implement a good habit, other habits will start changing. Mm -hmm. So when you work out, you're going to create a habit of eating better just because you know Mm -hmm. in order to get healthier in life, you can't just work out. You have to eat. So it just it all it automatically happens. So and this is not just like with physical things like this is like, you know, dealing with anxiety, dealing Mm -hmm. with uh, depression, like finding Mm -hmm. out those certain cues that causes your anxiety or depression or anything that you're going through Mm -hmm. and trying to figure it out. Like that's the biggest part of changing the habit is figuring out what exactly is starting this routine. That reminds me of an old psychology study talking about, I'm talking about about operant conditioning and class conditioning, Mm -hmm. but it had dogs. And they would ring a bell. And that mm-hmm. meant food would come. Yeah. And that meant the food was here. So they, you know, they'd do it for mm-hmm. maybe a month or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then eventually, they ring the bell. Ain't no food. The next day, they ring the bell. And if, but anywhere that and anywhere that dog <laughs> hears that bell, so it could be out on the street and mm-hmm. hears a bell and it's looking for food. Yeah. Uh, had the dog realized its cue or the, the bell? Mm-hmm. Had it realized that this is just a bell or this is something that's making me do this? Maybe. At times when it's walking outside and it hears bell, it could distinguish. Oh, that doesn't mean food. Yeah. That's I'm outside, right? You know, that's a bell, but I'm outside. Yeah. I'm not getting food. So, yeah, that. Sorry to break. No, but that was a. Uh, they actually used that same reminded, example, yeah. but it was with monkeys instead. Mm-hmm. So basically, like once a yellow popped up, I think it was two shapes. Um, I think the yellow's uh, the one where you get the juice. So. The monkey eventually put it like, if I press this, the juice will come out. So it built that that habit yeah. of doing that. So then they will change the, the test to where if he sees it, he will press it and then the juice won't come out. Or it might come out a little bit after, you know, a couple of times or whatnot. But the, the you know, they could see the brain changing. Like they could see the high the monkey would get when they got the juice or how mm-hmm. upset or sad it would get. When it wouldn't get the juice after the um after it hit the thing, or if the juice came in diluted, like it didn't taste like how it was, like yeah, it was so crazy, like how the brain, yo, honestly, your brain is really its own person in a sense. Like mm-hmm. the more I read into the book, the more and more I got freaked out about yo, your brain really just be going to autopilot mode without you even realizing <laughs> it. Mm-hmm. The body's very, very crazy. The body within itself is just a. It's so it's so crazy how like our body searches for homeostasis. It, it searches for like maintenance. It searches for neutrality within situations. So if mm-hmm. you get cold, your body's gonna warm you. If you if you mm-hmm. I mean yeah, if you in the hot, you are gonna sweat to cool off. Yeah. It's like it it and it's if it's simple and it's like yeah, I sweat whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you think if you really think about how your body reacts to situations and how the only thing your body is really made to do and your brain is made to do. Work as efficient as possible. Like you said, do as least work as possible with the most least energy. Do the, yeah. s- the same amount of work, least energy. It wants to be as efficient as possible, mm-hmm. and it wants to maintain homeostasis. It wants to stay in a neutral zone. It wants to be a caloric uh, 
and not a caloric balance. It wants to stay zero. You want to use just as much energy as you want to put out. You want to breathe just as much as carbon dioxide you put in, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's, it's crazy how your body goes into all the pilot when you get into a situation, how hard your body fights to get mm-hmm. back to that homeostasis. Into that comfort level. And the things that it does to get mm-hmm. back into that homeostasis is it's ridiculous. Yeah. Right. What do you think? And I just feel like at the end of the day, like, if you're really going through something or trying to figure out something in your life, you've hit a habit in your brain that puts you in that situation. It's all about pretty much breaking that habit and and putting a new routine in that old routine that you have. Like, figuring out what is cueing this routine and then figuring out a way to replace it. Yeah. Like, it with anything. Like, they even talked about, like, how somebody was dealing with nail biting and basically their, the, the craving was mental stimulation. That's what they, they ultimately needed. So, like, you know that. I'm going to just let y'all read the book. I'm not going to give y'all detail for detail because then there's really no point of reading the book or whatnot. But I really think if you are in the process of, I mean, this is a book for everybody. If you are trying to better yourself as a person, I would definitely recommend reading this just because this is definitely a good self-awareness book. Yeah, Um, as as a person that, you know, um, deals with anxiety mm -hmm. on a daily and, you know, um, depression growing up. I mean, habits, your habits kind of feed into those things mm-hmm. and you don't realize it, but you know, you know, just the simpler things of, you know, having your mom trying to help you with certain stuff and you just like, you feel like it's an attack on you yeah. all the time. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's not what you want to do, but the habits you built of, okay, this person is always against me, this and that. Mm-hmm. And it trickles down into other things. So when you out with your friends, you don't want to, you want to be antisocial, this and that. Mm-hmm. Everything starts, you know. And so once you once you make the choice to fight that habit, then you've decided to, you know, go in a mm-hmm. different route. And so being aware, just being aware that all right, something is something is off. You know? And um not being afraid to get help, not being afraid to talk to somebody, maybe talking to a friend and just, you know, seeing if cause think about it, I think a lot of people think that they only go through it. And that's why you have a lot of people, they like secluding themselves and they mm-hmm. having suicidal thoughts because like, damn, I'm like the only one that goes through it. Nah, man, it's a bunch of us who, it's a bunch of us that as a teenager, we like, damn, you know, we always comparing ourselves to other people. We're trying to, you know, we're trying to fit in. So these things you're going to, that's a part of growing up. And so you're not alone. Just know that you're not alone. And that's, that's why I really stress, like, nigga, talk to somebody, whether that's like in a group they got or a apps. therapist. Yeah, they got apps you, you know, can talk to somebody. You, you don't got to leave a goddamn space. house at this point. You can you know meditate. I mean? They got apps to help you meditate. Yo, I, even... I started meditating. Hey, yo, that shit make you sleepy as hell. <laughs> I open my eyes. I said, nigga, I'm ready to go to You bed. just got to do certain types of meditation. There's <laughs> meditations like keep you, there's certain like breathing techniques you can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah the one yeah, I, I the one I did was focusing on like Listening to one thing and just focusing on that one part. Yeah, like, don't yeah, let yeah. your mind get distracted. Just yeah. focus on that one part. Yeah, I like to um, breathe. I like I do like a breathing technique where I do it every morning actually. Too. You breathe in full capacity, full lung volume, and then mm-hmm. breathe out about twenty percent, and then you breathe back in, breathe twenty percent. It also a lot of the, it's not it's partly physical as well, so it probably helps you just maintain like your maximum tidal volume in your lungs yeah. and all that, but. It also helps you. It gives you something to focus on. So when you're in situations like I found that when I'm in situations like something hard, like a plank, like I hate fucking planks. Mm-hmm. Period. I hate sitting there for. I'm re- I'm a very restless person, so I hate just sitting still for a long time. So I just focus on my breathing, and I'll do like that. And 
Next thing you know, five minutes then went by, and I'm nigga. You be playing for now. five minutes. I'm just talking about life, bro. I ain't <laughs> oh, talking about playing. Nigga, what? The fuck <laughs> kind of quarter you have, bro? That's that yoga, man. Nigga, my yeah. shit got down. I love yoga. Be ready to drop after that minute <laughs> go off. <laughs> but but no, dude, really like they like you say you got it, and that that goes back to the cyberbullying too, and and all the bullying too. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe I was a little harsh, but mm-hmm. but. That that feeling that you are alone and that you're the only person dealing with this stuff, I feel like it's maximized by technology sometimes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Sometimes it can feel like multiple people are coming at you because it's so easy for somebody to write something and then, like I said, turn their phone off. It's, it's so easy for a bully or a quote-unquote bully to write something about you and then not even think about it. So mm-hmm. 10 people do that and you feel like 10 people, you feel like, Ten people literally coming at you, so now you definitely feel alone. So, I can I can sympathize or empathize with that with that uh, feeling. Though, um, like you said, is you got to realize that you're not alone in this world, and then yeah. there are things, there are other aspects of this world, um, that cater to how you feel, and and maybe you find something in somebody else or in an activity that makes you feel like the best person in the world. You know, maybe you start working out and you love it. Yeah. And uh, that's your gateway for whatever. Mm-hmm. Or you start reading books, you find yourself in different books, stuff mm-hmm. like that, or you find yourself in a hobby, something like that. So, and that maybe again, and I'm, I'm sorry, I keep tying this shit back, but technology, maybe that's taken away from the time that we used to find ourselves. I mean, maybe mm-hmm. instead of sitting yeah. by ourselves, we're sitting with a cell phone. Yeah. We're not able to keep mm-hmm. get within ourselves and understand who we are. So when people attack us, we don't know who we are. So how can we respond in a way that I would respond? I should respond if I don't even know who I am. Right. I'm I'm telling you tell I'm letting people on Twitter tell me who I am instead of knowing who I am yeah. and responding as me. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. That's right. all it comes down to, man. Man, fuck social media, man. Nah, I mean you know in in. Social media, it's just, I think it's just a thing of you got to use it to your advantage. You got to know when, you got to know when to use it and know when, all right, I'm good. Let me, let me, let me do my own thing now. And I think some people just spend too much time on it. Yeah. And it's kind of like, because you got to think about it. People who's flooding your comments, you go on their page, they got like two pictures, five followers. Like they got, they don't got nothing else to do. Like they don't have no friends. Like you're their they friend. I usually don't respond to people. I don't know on Twitter. <laughs> because what point am I? What what are we solving through this? Yeah. Like even if you disagree with what I'm saying, what 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 am I doing? Why am I sitting taking my time to argue with somebody? I don't even know where you're at. Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. It's pointless to me, and I I think I said that before in a couple of podcasts. Before. It's just I don't waste my time. Even if I see opinions that I don't agree with, it's just it's not even worth me sitting and responding back Thanks. or giving you a, a reply. Or if I have an issue with somebody on 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 uh just in life, like I'm not gonna run towards social media and say something about it. Like it's just you just handle shit differently. You gotta. I think people need to realize like social media. Yes, it is real life, but at a certain point, it's not real life all the way. Mm-hmm. Like it ends at a certain point. So it's just like you said, you gotta use social media to your advantage. Yeah. At the end of the day. So. Yeah. Well, anyways, man, what the fuck else we talking about on here, man? Uh, oh shit! Hey, Snapchat is dead. 
Snapchat has officially it, it's been time they, one of the social media apps is finally going down man if y'all haven't heard already uh, earlier last week um, Snapchat posted uh, ads cause you know how the new Snapchat or they've been doing a while where they have all these stupid ads now mm. and one of them was called Would You Rather the question on one of them was would you rather slap Rihanna or punch Chris Brown? Snapchat, y'all dumb as fuck. First, uh, y'all change everything and people hate it. And now how y'all doing this dumb shit? First of all, somebody had to approve this. <laughs> like, it just didn't fall Show into to Snapchat. It didn't just accidentally <laughs> pop in there. Some manager, a employee gave this to their manager for them to see before this got posted. old who didn't mm-hmm. even know who it gotta be somebody old. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they didn't know. No, I'm sorry, bro. You that shit was national attention, bro. That shit was national attention, man. That's kind of like the H and M shit. Like, how you let shit go through? Like, like you gotta know. You gotta look at it from all aspects. And you gotta be like, all right, this could go wrong with that, and <laughs> this could go wrong with that. And that shit, you have to know certain shit. You just can't put out. And I don't know if you think it's gonna cause like some controversy if you do that. If you're doing that, you know, intentionally or whatever, but. Shit, some shit, you just leave it alone, man. You just leave it alone. I know they say bad PR is still good PR, but my nigga, this is not no good PR, bro. Yeah, man. Y'all fucked up. Um, because Rihanna actually responded oh, she did. to that. She did. She responded on her IG store. Had this long-ass uh, response to it. I can actually pull it up. Um, but what were you expecting? Like That's I'll, what I'm saying. What if, were you getting out of even this? Even if what Rihanna was the wasn't in this situation, would you slap Rihanna? For what? Like, what do you... What are you trying to get across? Yeah. Why would I slap her even if she wasn't domestically abused? That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. But let me pull up this 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 um this this John man. So she said, "Now Snapchat, I know you already know you ain't my favorite app out there, but I'm just trying to figure out what the point was with this mess. I love to call it ignorance, but I know you ain't that dumb." You spent money to animate something that would intensely bring shame to domestic violence victims and make a joke out of it. This isn't about my personal feelings. I don't have much of them. But all the children, women, and men that have been victims of domestic violence in the past, especially the ones who haven't made it out yet, you let us down. Shame on you. Throw this whole apology away. Mm. Bro, their stock started going down after she put that on IG Live (laughs) or IG Stories. So... Damn. Snapchat just need to call it a game. Uh, they just need to call it a game, bro. Y'all tried. Y'all honest, Y'all did this to yourselves. But Snapchat they- did not have to go out like this. But this is what y'all chose uh-huh. for it to be like. And I don't feel bad. Like, do you motherfuckers not have any black people working in your department? Because somebody should have warned y'all, like, this is not a smart idea. Mm. Even... <laughs> Even white people should have known this wasn't a smart idea. This shouldn't even be about a race thing. Fuck, fuck the race shit. This is domestic uh, violence. This is not something you joke about. This is not a joking situation. It's probably one of the things you probably don't joke about. It's not a joke at all. Like what? It's not even funny. It's not. Yeah. Why man. would you punch? You talk about punching somebody. You talking about assaulting people. And this is a second celebrity that says something about Snapchat. First y'all had Kylie Jenner, now y'all have Rihanna say something. Bro, just close the whole app, bro. Shut oh, yeah. it down, man. You know, they yeah, y'all already messed it, it up with the way y'all changed the stories. You know, I don't even get it. I can't find people's stories that I want to find. 
it's ridiculous, bro. Like, cut the whole app out. That's why Instagram... Instagram is really uh stunting on Snapchat right now. They took their whole bro, flow. They shitting on them. And once they get these fucking filters from y'all dumb niggas, oh, it's really a Oh, it's a rent app. That's the only thing y'all have. Y'all right? might as well just go ahead and the merge Geos, with Instagram right filters? now. That's what Snapchat needs to do. At this point, y'all just need to sell the companies to Facebook because Facebook actually owns Instagram. Be like Monique. And take that 500000 and keep Instagram moving, dog. offer you. Keep it moving, bro. Because I, <laughs> I really don't see how y'all bouncing back from this. I feel like this shit is really on life support. Like, Niggas don't even be Snapchatting like they used to. I'm going to be honest with you, man. This oh, shit, I ain't made a snap in a while. I haven't made a snap in a while. Because ain't, no, ain't nobody going to see no it. Point. I might take a picture on that, but it's that gonna shit going to end up on it. an IG story. Oh, easy. You know what I'm saying? I just use it because Snapchat got the best camera. And it's quick. <laughs> I was about to say, you know what? I, I just snap and then save it and then mm-hmm. put it on IG. Like, that's IG all I got to do, man. On Insta snap. Yo, y'all blowing it for real. <laughs> Snapchat. Y'all got to do better, man. And you know who else needs to do better? United Airlines. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck is wrong with y'all stupid ass niggas, but y'all really fucking blew it, man. Mm-hmm. Y'all not as bad as Snapchat, but y'all damn near getting close. So if you don't know what's happened, there was two incidents that actually happened in United Airlines. Um, the first situation was there was a dog who passed away um, in the air, airport or the airplane. Um, so... I guess the eleven year old girl brought her daughter her dog into mm-hmm. the airplane, which mm-hmm. I don't understand how this would have been an issue in the first place because if she wasn't allowed to have the dog, she would have been stopped before she even got on that motherfucker. But they said that they put in the overhead bin, so like you know you're t- to carry on. <laughs> what? <laughs> Yeah, bro. He was. This was a suicide. This was a homicide. Bruh, this bruh, they said they put that shit in the overhead. This is a homicide. <laughs> and they said that the motherfucking dog was was whining, but she ain't do shit. She hit that. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> and that motherfucker died, bro. That motherfucker died. Well, of course he died. And I'm just like, bro. How did he die? Like. Did it suffocate? The nigga had to suffocate, bro, because yeah, there's, no, there's no air yeah, flowing there. There's a That's for bags. That's, <laughs> that's not for a living. How do you get a dog have, on the plane? Well, usually they have they put them in like the under part yeah, of the Yeah, that's airport. not me. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm like, how the fuck? Who violated this fucking protocol? Y'all niggas need to fucking uh, read the, the uh, power of habit, nigga. Because <laughs> y'all need better fucking business. <laughs> Uh, protocol, my nigga. You need something. <laughs> Somebody should have stopped this girl before wait, she got in the fucking plane. Wait, there's so much stuff wrong. There's an 11 year old girl riding a plane by herself. No, she was with her mama, bro. She was with her mama, man. What? What's wrong with her mom? <laughs> what you mean? What's wrong with her mom? Why would you let her bring the dog in that, the thing, bro? That's why I'm just like, what the fuck is what is going on? How did this even happen? Yeah. Like, what, what's wait, up, bro? I'm not even going. I'm not even going to guess. I'm going I'm to ask. I'm going to ask. I'm going to she like? Oh, oh, absolutely. I was thinking that same <laughs> shit. <laughs> so it was a 10-month-old French uh, bulldog that was uh, stowed in the overhead compartment of flight from Houston to New York. Mm. Um, according to the dog's family and other witnesses on the plane, a fight attendant demanded the pet's owner place to carry it inside the overhead bin for the duration of the Amanda? flight. Demanded? Demanded. Though United apologized for the incident and took full responsibility Tuesday, the company said in a statement Wednesday that the flight attendant was not aware that the dog carrier had an actual dog inside. <laughs> oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Bitch. That's a good excuse. That's a good way to try to save your job. Bitch. 
bitch. <laughs> Who the fuck <laughs> carries a dog carrier without a dog in there? Fuck. Please explain to me how that makes any sense. That just don't make the whole situation don't make sense. It, it really don't. Like, why would you? Somebody, somebody saw this damn. That's dog. your dogs are not quiet. You came up with. You heard the dog whining. Somebody heard this motherfucker barking, <laughs> crying for help. <laughs> so you just, so you didn't think them. Hmm. Maybe there actually is a dog in there. Maybe I should actually go check and investigate and see what's going on. Yeah. But you telling me we gotta stop like one can get away with shit. You gotta stop it, bro. You gotta fucking stop it, man. Cause this is unexcusable, bro. They killing. I thought y'all cared about dogs. I thought y'all loved y'all love dogs more than y'all love Mike V. Yeah, <laughs> I thought so too, man. But I guess not. But this this doesn't make any fucking sense. I don't, bitch. If <laughs> she better get fired, R.I.P. to my nigga. She better get fucking fired. That's all I know. They it's better fire her. The little girl gotta go to jail. It's homicide. The little girl. They both the mom too. No, it's homicide. The attendant demanded that they put the carrier in there in the overhead. Oh, I thought you were saying the mom demanded. No, this is the flight attendant, nigga. Oh, Why the fuck would United be apologizing then? <laughs> because I thought they, I thought you were saying, I thought it was the I mean, mom nah, was telling bro. the flight attendant, you better put this dog in or else. Nah, nah, bro. Nah, nah, that, wow. Nah, bro. Okay, well. That flight yeah, attendant definitely just his, uh, shut the whole head. This is United. Yeah, United Airlines. United is, uh, they, they the same niggas that got caught up with the fucking throwing the man up. Yeah. Out of the plane, bro. So you think they would just chill out? <laughs> but so you gonna throw you gonna throw a Chinese man off the plane, but you keep the dog on the plane? This is racism at its <laughs> finest, brother. Open your third eye. United Airlines is racist. I'm calling it. Well, and there's another situation to where a family was going to go pick up their dog because I guess it was being flown over from another country, whatever. It wasn't even their dog. That's mistake number one. It wasn't their dog when they came and picked it up. <laughs> they were going to pick up a German Shepherd. They got something completely different. Damn. Nigga said it bark, nigga. It's the same shit. <laughs> what are y'all doing, <laughs> bro? Where's your protocol, United Airlines? Ain't no policy, man. <laughs> y'all just don't give no fucks. Nigga said, if you can carry it, it's coming on. If you can carry it, bring it on the plane. At least these motherfuckers put it in the right area. But y'all, actually, y'all didn't put it in the right area. Who knows who the fucking dog is at? Like, what did they do with the dog when it died? Because the dog ain't... It ain't... You don't just throw a dog in the trash. Like, what do you do? Where do you put... Where did you put the dog? I'm sure the little girl probably left that motherfucking oh, dog here. Oh, she's crying. Yeah, but she's really fucked up. The I know. Be fucked up. Yeah, like, you got to take it home and dispose of the body. And she promised that nigga tongue hanging out. Eyeballs <laughs> wide as shit open. <laughs> that nigga's wild, bro. At 11, though, you got some common sense at 11. Yeah, bro, you fully aware of yourself. Not fully aware, but you know the world. That nigga's is funny. But that's her? Is that her mom? Yeah, I think so. Her mom's in young. Coquito, is she suspended? Yeah, I guess so. Dog's name is Coquito? Well, they are Hispanic, so... Yeah, but Coquito is a drink. It's like a... It's like a nigga. Half my family is Puerto Rican. It's like it's like a nut. It's like a 
<laughs> nigga about to ask What you're not gonna do is on this goddamn podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this shit now. <laughs> pull up my open Instagram. I'm finna pull up my open Instagram. He told said. me if this nigga look black or Hispanic. That nigga said, Why you gotta lie to me, Kev? <laughs> <laughs> this nigga out here making fake news on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> <laughs> not letting know this shit. Oh, hell, nah. He let it. This nigga said, Half my family's boy. Tell yeah. me if this nigga is yeah. black or Hispanic. Yeah. Honestly, I don't know, because this nigga got yeah. filters on his podcast. He old, bro. He got Hey, bro, I don't know. That's your old niggas use that. I don't know, that's your goddamn uncle, bro. I, I'm gonna need <laughs> some, some goddamn proof of you and him next to each yeah. other. <laughs> <laughs> that nigga just started typing yeah, that name. I'm trans, Chili I'm trans Chili Puerto Rican. Chili Chili <laughs> It's fun. It's fun. <laughs> I'm like Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> but, no, nigga, but my, uh, my, my aunt, her, she married a Puerto Rican guy, and then, so that's the other side of him. That's, well, not the other side. That's, um, that's so my he's family. your step uncle. Uh yeah t- yeah yeah oh bitch get the seat what that, that so I, what does that mean bitch that ain't your blood <laughs> so <laughs> that means it's yeah. yeah. not fair yeah, he really <laughs> don't want this nigga to be fucked this is not Puerto Rican but yeah. I have Puerto Rican family this nigga but coquito is a is like a eggnog uh, like a nutmeggy holiday like a drink yeah it's low key low key it's up a little thicker. Yeah, he said, nah, hold on, fam. He said, we're not letting that slide, cuz. I was checking his actual drink. Thank you. Oh, shit. Coconut eggnog sounds disgusting. It's it's good. I don't like coconut like that, but it's, it's a lot of rum in there. There's a lot of rum in there. Oh, shit, shit, shit. Somebody talk? Yeah, Nova going stupid right now. Nigga said, somebody crying. Yeah, I'm crying. Because for a minute, I thought yeah. he was on his appearance. Like, nah, he not his computer. Then be on daddy duties. He got to take care. But, you know what I'm saying? I'm, like, I've never, I don't know. I took a few flights in my, in my day. I've never thought to bring an animal on yeah, a flight. I just, I a live like, animal. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, I didn't know you could do that. They, when I was coming back from China, they, they was like, you, you can't bring plant. You can't bring nothing live. I can't even bring food. Facts. Or certain types of food, but you could bring a whole dog. Facts. I don't know. Different different times. Different times. And you know, when your skin is a little bit lighter uh, than my dark you can't ass be skin. As loud. That's probably what woke her ass up. Ah. You said nigga, y'all fucking wild and y'all know I'm taking Sorry, my beauty sleep right now. Sorry. Fuck out of here, my nigga. Sorry. But yeah, nah. Uh you gotta throw the whole throw the whole airline away. Throw the whole Bro, a lot of things are getting thrown away in this fucking episode. Throw away Snapchat. You said throw away Snapchat. In general, throw away everything. <laughs> throw that shit away. It's spring cleaning, big. <laughs> Seriously, bro. Anything else we got to talk about? Anything on anybody uh, else's chest? Damn, I'm trying to think. Oh, there Trey is... Young just in Oklahoma just killed hey, all my brackets. Hey, so. bro. Yeah, bracket fucked. Hey, my bracket. I, I was counting on that million dollars. Throw the whole bracket away, bro. <laughs> Throw the, whole, throw the whole, the entire bracket, all my brackets. Damn. Um, there is one more thing I want to say. Oh, hold on, y'all. Daddy, dude. All right, <laughs> but real quick before he, what's up? Oh yeah, go ahead, man. Uh, I was just gonna say before, uh, before Demi, uh, when he went away for no, I just want to say, on a real note, on a realist note, if you need help. Or if you need, like, if you're, if you're, 
a child, you probably shouldn't be listening to this anyway. But if you're if you're if you got kids and you if you're a child or something, yeah, and if you're even an adult and you just lost it within your mental capacity, like either I encourage you to go talk to somebody. So if you ain't got nobody to talk to, nigga, my Instagram is b l v c k t y underscore. Yeah. Or like, yeah. So just hit me up or or in general show. Hit, hit us what? up. Talking about, uh, I was saying, if anybody feels like they ain't got nobody to talk to or something like that, if you really ain't got nobody hey, to talk to. Talk to Ty. I I'm too busy with the goddamn sitting. Man, I got my, own, tell you to shut I got my own shit to deal with, bro. Man. I ain't gonna lie to you, yeah. man. I, <laughs> so. But yeah, like, you know, it, it, if really, like, you, you can't be at a space. Nobody, humans aren't meant to be. They're, they're social. We are social creatures. We are creatures. Meant to be in in uh, uh, groups, whether that be small groups, big groups, medium groups, whatever. We're people that learn from each other. We're a society and a uh, we're a species that grow. We we grow on top of generations, and we learn things from the previous generations, and we build on top of those things. That's what sometimes separates us from other from animals and stuff like that. An animal. For the most part, will do the same thing. They they get in the same cycle. They they don't have the intelligence to grow and evolve mentally in their mental capacity. And we do, and we got to take advantage of of that power that we have. So, like I said, if you ain't got nobody to talk to, last resort, hit me up on Instagram. Hit me up on something. Just you can message whatever. Just say uh, talk your piece. Let you know to somebody. Somebody listening. I don't know, I just, you know, I was, I was feeling bad for people out there and nobody talked to and all that stuff. And yeah. Maybe that's contributing to the, the soft, the, the, the soft skin or the thin skin that we feel like people got nowadays. Yeah. Um, I do want to say one more thing. Uh, this is kind of more about, well, not even just music per se, but just like, I really feel like nobody upcoming is about to replace the great, whether that's like the great, the music, and TV and, like and anything like, like if you really think about it, we're not gonna see another Michael Jackson or another Prince mm-hmm. or another Serena no. Williams or another LeBron James. Like I feel like sense. nobody right now is taking the path to be that next great yep. whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I think what it is. I think sometimes it's a lot of like, is it back to that saying with technology? You know. That allowed so much people to drop their music, and mm-hmm. people get so famous so quick nowadays. It's off streams or whatever. Yeah, the game is so saturated. You're not really. It's it's only so few you see that's like popping. I guess or popular. You know, you always gonna yeah. have the popular ones, but people drop music so constantly mm-hmm. that they don't let things live. And so sometimes, you know, if you're not letting your your music live, or you know, you got a new dude that's popping every week, it's kind of like damn, bro. We yeah. either forgetting about you if you're not yeah, staying yeah, relevant, yeah. or so much you know, music. people for music. Got yeah, you gotta think like a Michael Jackson album probably lasted two years for <laughs> before yeah. people got off it. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It's starting to be quantity, yeah. Quality. Yeah. So, yeah, it's making it harder for people to even even reach that type of. You know, I mean, I mean Drake still, Drake still, I be out here. Out here um, I feel like Drake gonna be alright. Yeah. Cole gonna be alright. Kendrick gonna be yeah. straight. Um, yeah. 
Um, I'm trying to think Chance will be alright. Yeah, Chance. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. No, I need a new Chance tape. That's what I need. Chance definitely going to be alright. And nothing, and you know, like, like, you know what I'm saying? Put some respect on my nigga Wayne name. You know what I'm saying, man? That nigga Lil a legend, Wayne. man. Hell yeah. I, know, I mean, I've always like, been. That's why I didn't say yay. I didn't say Jay-Z or Lil Wayne because they're already yeah, yeah. legends. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, but it's like, I don't know what it is. I think I think it's a point where... um. I don't know, man. Sometimes we just gotta get back to the music. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what I'm saying, bro. We yeah. gotta get to that passion. Yeah. I don't feel like there's no passion in music. I just feel like niggas just picking this shit up to get another another way of getting a check, bro. Yeah, yeah. Nah, it's a hustle. <laughs> yeah, cause you gotta think a lot of them they came in like that way, mm-hmm. and you gotta think a lot of the independent record labels. That's how it, that's how Rough Riders was created. That's how Rap a Lot was created. But it's so easy to be independent now. It's just yeah. like you just gotta. Cause even think about uh, who's the nigga who made the song. Sure. Uh, black boy or something like that. Where did he come from? Prior to twenty eighteen, who yeah. heard of him? Shit and you shit. Now he on a national scale. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah, yeah. it's just you just need one song. One song for real. Young Ma, what's she done since um her song? Oh. She she be dropping them little freestyles. They be picking up. But and, but, but they would be making noise. See, but that's yeah. that's on that's partially too on us because like like Craig was saying too, we um, I think we're in a, a mode where it's not that even music is just coming out so freaking. We're expecting frequent music. Yeah. Man. So when but she just hasn't put shit out. Nah, she yeah. You she just but I don't know. Like you I don't know, know how long one was between. Uh, rest in peace, my nigga, big. But after with life after death, I don't know how long people was waiting for another album. It had he not died, mm-hmm. say he ain't came out with an album in five years, people. I don't know what the normal. What basically what I'm saying is I don't know what the normal duration between albums was back in the day for people. So I don't know if we're we're talking about something built on a foundation that mm-hmm. it was meant for albums to come out every two years, and we we don't get that now since it's so much music. Mm-hmm. We're like, what are you doing? What were you doing in two years? You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Well, also <laughs> that's why Drake got the formula. I think it's okay. I think people like Drake can go four years without. Established artists. Mm-hmm. You, yeah. If you're not an established artist, you can't be wow. coming and out those, with no bullshit. Yeah, and That's you can true. tell the difference between those dudes because those dudes came out in the era where you had J. Cole, you had Drake, you had Big Sean, you had ASAP Rocky and them. They all came in like what that mm-hmm. 2009, 2010, Yeah, exactly. So they ain't really come in when niggas was streaming and shit. Yeah, yeah. so they came when niggas was still. Yeah. I feel bad for my sister. I don't feel bad for but like. What what music did he got listened to besides our music? Because six nine ain't doing it. Gummo, sticky got the blicky. That ain't it. I've bro. never finished that song. Get the I blicky least, up. I hey. at least tried to listen to this song, but I just cannot do it, hey. man. I can't finish it. <laughs> and it's so funny because I was like, I was saying like, yo, niggas, it's so it's so. I I really want my nigga Bobby Schmerder to come back because niggas gotta understand like that was an actual movement. I I, I don't I, know like that was an actual movement. All this new shit GS9. niggas coming out with. I mean, it's fun for the moment, but that shit, when that shit hit, nigga, everything, you know Niggas what I'm saying? Niggas can't chill out on that drug shit. <laughs> nah, because, you know, and it was, it was so crazy because, and I was thinking, I was thinking about that. I was like, yo, man, and I, and oh yeah, put this out to dudes. If, when you with your, when you have a guy, when you're around a guy, and, and y'all know he's the money maker, 
And y'all know he's the reason that y'all probably gonna get out the hood. Y'all probably make sure that world. nigga's straight. Make sure he's straight. Don't do no. Don't don't. Oh, yeah. They gonna be in the hood doing dumb shit. What no, happened nigga? to protecting the basketball That's, player? Protecting the football exactly. player. Protecting the smart nigga in the right. hood. <laughs> Yo, these niggas is really telling right, their niggas, niggas to come back to the hood. The right life skills no Yo, more, man. man. I'm telling you, man. Shit is crazy, They're bro. They're not built like that shit no more. Like, get out, not to sound like old man, but get out your damn phone. Like everybody, like everybody. Bro, we are, man. It's bro. so hard. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get off the phone. Maybe I'm perfect. Bro. I put my phone too. Yeah, I check my phone several times during the podcast. Yo, I be uh, bored as shit at work. I be needing to mentally. See, I can't even use time. my phone at work. I think that's what's keeping me sane. Bro. I, I can barely, I barely can use my phone sometimes. Like, but not. I can't go back to no job. Boy, I can't use my phone. I would go crazy. Yeah. Unless the job is just that entertaining. You know what I mean? But yeah, man. I think you know, like it's like I said, the game is just flooded with so much. So much shit that people would say is garbage, but like people that pay attention to that mm-hmm. garbage. And so oh, yeah. once you had people just really like, you know, championing that and like, damn, like, damn, bro, like, what is really going on? Like, what that rock when, when you know, shit was really, cause you gotta think about it. When Jay and them was really popping, they had A&R's, they had real producers like yeah. Scott Storch. And I was just reading this, I was just watching the, um, uh, podcast with uh, I guess um, Fat Joe he has on a podcast called Coca Vision mm-hmm. and he has Scott Storch on there and he was just saying like Scott Storch was saying like these new dudes all they do is make beats but I'm mm-hmm. a real producer yeah. I put the record together like for real for real you gotta think about it like when you gotta when you got dudes that could put a record together that's why DJ Khaled DJ, would win I was about to say DJ Khaled that nigga know how to put records together mm-hmm. I, I be hearing some people like my sister's at, my sister's 14 they be like what does DJ Khaled even do that's mm-hmm. it my nigga like, been grinding puts, my yeah, nigga been grinding since shot test, man. Yeah, Yo, you know, it's in shot. He was slim, but he was slim, nigga. Nigga, <laughs> nigga been grinding. Nigga, been grinding. Like, like, he ain't good, man. Never seen that like, movie. niggas really don't know. Like, this nigga was Bruh, legit a DJ. Real. Oh, yeah. Club, he was, Yo, in Miami, he was getting it popping. And, and that's why I say, you <laughs> always, you can't ever match your success with another person's success. Not, it's not how quick you get it. It's cause you might you might appreciate it more later on. Like Steve Harvey, mm-hmm. this nigga just yo, this nigga works, cuz. Oh, he like, some he got his bruh, hands in everything. Bruh. He got radio, TV, TV networks, producing, acting, exactly. comedy. Uh, he does, yeah, cause he yeah, know, like, name it, he got it, cause he know what it was to be broke. Like, mm-hmm. like niggas gotta understand. Like this dude was saying, like he was in the bathroom taking like bat, like oh, yeah. six yeah. showers. You know, he came to um. Did you see him when he came to Georgia State? Nah, nah. Freshman year, my freshman year, uh, 2013, came to Georgia State, and he was part of the speaker series or whatever. And they had like the singer speakers, and he was talking about how yeah, literally he was washing in the bathroom, like yeah, he man. was. He was driving in his car. He he left college. He gave up everything. He right. did. One thing he said to me, I still remember today. He said, "You can't be a hundred and ten percent in your plan A if you got a plan B. If mm-hmm. you got two plans, you can't you can't put all your eggs in one basket if you got two baskets. Mm-hmm. You can't give a hundred ten percent if you got two things you're trying to split your effort into." Right. Um. So sometimes you know, and that goes on to a different talk about. Being able to take a leap of faith and being all that BS, but at the end of the day, what you know, what you're saying is it's 100 correct, man. You gotta, uh, you gotta worry. Listen to Steve Harvey. He he owns a little bit of everything. Yeah, I man. Think he know what he's talking about. That dude, that dude, and it like just like and and I say that that thing about it is like all right, whether you want the fast success or the slow grind, like sometimes you know it works for different people, yeah. and you, you can't watch. 
And at this thing, like, all right, you know, just just be like, all right, y'all see him doing his thing. See what see what you could take from that or whatever. And then apply it to your, you know, how you doing your thing. And then just 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 keep grinding, man. That's all you could do. Just keep grinding. Your time will come. Everybody gonna have their time, man. Just be happy for the person that's that's doing their thing. And you know, cause thing about it is when you put out positivity, positivity comes back mm-hmm. to you. I believe strong in that. So um if you just negative all the time and you just nagging about the situation or you just, you just, you know, you just like, damn, man, nothing's going to happen. You just, sometimes you got to put it, you got to train your brain and be like, all right, yo, I'm going to make it out this situation. I'm going to better myself. I'm proud to provide a better life for myself. You're going to be out. Breaking old habits for new ones, Exactly. Man. Plugging that in. So, you know what I'm saying? Telling y'all. It hey, all ties um, on. Craig, I think you should uh, read Culture Vultures by Dame Jazz. Read Culture I, Vultures. I think you'll like that. Yo, that's one of my but... favorite uh, 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 independent CEOs too, man. Yeah, Dame Jazz, man. A lot of people don't fuck with him, but. Nah, man, I feel like Culture Vultures by Dame Dad. Yeah. Alright. Bit of banger. Um, anything else? Uh, uh, I already said it, but rest in peace, my nigga Craig Mack. Rest in peace. Flavin. Niggas is mad. I get. No, no, I'm um, not finna rap. I also just want to say, um, condolences to the, the family members and victims of the, uh, Miami incident, mm-hmm. you know, that uh, bridge collapsing today. Uh, condolences to them. Also want to say shout out to Vanessa, uh, Vanessa Trump for filing for divorce against Donald Trump Jr. Um, I think she's she getting out of the sunken place, so, you know. Word. That's good. That's some good. <laughs> today. Oh, man. Um, once These again. praying on my downfall. Uh, thank y'all for listening to another episode of In General. Um, if you haven't already, please follow us on social media, Twitter, IG, at In General Show. Follow us on Apple Podcast. Um, search us on the Purple app. We're also on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash In General Podcast. Thank you, Craig, for coming out and no spreading problem, some man. wisdom to the people. Yeah, man. No um, like I said, hit us up on there. Talk to us. Like, comment our shit, subscribe, all that fun shit, man. Um, but yeah, once again, thank y'all, man. We'll see you on the next episode. Stay black. Adios. You. Yep.